Welcome back to HodgePodge. I'm your host, Allison Klockwitz. Today's guest is Shermaine Perry Knights, an award-winning facilitator, project manager, speaker, and author. Shermaine is passionate about helping others develop emotional intelligence and leadership skills. Each of her published books supports the growth mindset to include self-care, resilience, and career readiness. She is a proud military kid and a lifelong learner. She has traveled throughout Asia and the West Indies and lived and studied in Europe and the Middle East. Her book, I Move a Lot and That's Okay, was inspired by her own experience as a military child. Stay tuned for my inspirational conversation with Shermaine here on HodgePodge. Welcome to HodgePodge, Shermaine. Hi, thanks for having me. I am so thrilled to have you on today to talk about your awesome book series, I Move a Lot and That's Okay, as well as your to be able to talk to you about your own unique experience growing up as a military child. I'm excited. <laughs> yes, yes, you have a lot. You're a wealth of knowledge. Uh, <laughs> And you'll you'll have a lot to share with our listeners. So with that, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what inspired your books? Yeah, a little bit about me. I am a military kid all grown up. I think once a military kid, you're always that. Yes. <laughs> I'm a proud lifelong learner. And I consider myself really just building confidence for kids through books and helping people have this growth mindset. So they have professional and personal, like just more of those skills that are going to help them in the workplace. And so I work as a trainer and I manage projects as well. But I got to say, my passion is really helping others grow and just build that resiliency that we have in our community as a baseline. Wow, that's awesome. So do you offer, do you do like coaching or um, other resources to to help people with this growth mindset? Yes, I facilitate coaching sessions. It could be one-on-one or group sessions, team building courses as well, and um, career readiness workshops. All of them have elements of helping people become their best self as an adult and for children, helping them with their social emotional learning. I'm thinking that your military child background helped you to become such a structured (laughs) adult. Do you feel that you were definitely inspired by that? Yes. Um, That structure that we once despised has become like a foundation and it really helps me just in different areas. Right. So Obviously, it had a little to do with inspiring your book series. Um, I absolutely love um, the the first book um, in the series uh, that is based around the main character is Grace and Grace's PCS journey with her family, and in particular, her attitude is. <laughs> is stellar <laughs> and <laughs> and um you did such a fabulous job covering all of the ins and outs 
of moving um, and for Grace, the main character, moving from an American base to Europe and Italy. Um, and truly, there is no detail of the PCS um, for a child left undone. Can you talk about uh, how you, you know, your mindset and thought process and structuring your book? Of course. So for me, it's based off my own experience. And I said, I really want to share a little bit of my heart with readers, but it needs to be accurate. And I said, okay, I remember saying goodbye to your friends. I remember the last day of class where you're trying to have everyone write in your notebook so you can remember them. There's a big part of, as you're gaining so much information, it's like the mind naturally just compartmentalizes other areas. You don't forget, but it takes a while to remember certain aspects of the old base, if you will. And I said, I want to make sure that it's accurate. That way parents and teachers can use this book as a tool to have conversations with kids that experience rapid change like most do in the military families. Right. And I know that it has been well received throughout the military community because it really, I mean, it, you from, you know, Grace's family receiving their orders that they're going to be leaving their home, you know, what that means for a child and, you know, just kind of changing their, their whole mindset that, oh, we're leaving and we're going somewhere new and I'm going to have to have a new school and a new home and, you know, new friends. Um, and then it goes into, you know, the, the actual packing process, the telling goodbye to friends at school, even the flight, you know, what it's like to, to have to give up certain things for periods of time during that process. And then flying into an entirely new country. And I love how you put in um, tidbits of like having to learn a new language, even, you know, to be able to adapt to a new country. Um, and there were just so many, <laughs> so many things that um, I was so impressed about the book that it, it, you really did do an amazing job. Thank you. It really started with sticky notes. I said, you know what? <laughs> if I was talking about the process of coming from one location and moving to another, let's chart it with sticky notes. I did it like a process map. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, you get orders. And then you explain some form of it to your family, even if it's just saying we're moving in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't recommend that. I say have a little no. more discussion. <laughs> this book can help you with that discussion. And then you start to pack, like you said. Then you explore what it looks like. I didn't even go into the spouse's side, but they've got to do all of this research to what the new location or country is like and how their children, their household will fit. And so part of that is explaining to Grace you know, uh, they have beautiful beaches there and just building up a natural interest and saying, you know, you're going to learn Italian. They have pizza there. I know you love pizza. And so finding moments that connect their interest to the reality of the new location. So it, it was really a process. And it took me through the highs and lows of my own emotions that I felt moving as a child. So um, I could sum it up by saying this is the book that I wish I had as a kid mm -hmm. who moved a lot. 
Yes. And you, it really is an excellent resource. And, and I love the sticky notes. I'm actually, as a writer and an author myself, and working on so many different projects and ideas. I have <laughs> recently rediscovered my love of sticky notes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and keeping myself organized and, and following you know, it does kind of help you keep a little map of, of where you're going, right? And and even with my children's book, um, Mommy's Big Red Monster Truck, we were discussing it prior, you know, that my family, we as a military spouse, we have had kind of a unique Army um, military experience as we have at PCS. <laughs> and, and most of the time, I re- the reaction is what how how is that possible (laughs) and (laughs) and um just with my my husband's career it it has kept us here at Fort Bragg and so um but it doesn't mean that we haven't experienced (laughs) deployments and having you know those times where we are estranged from my spouse and he is heading towards his retirement years now but you know, earlier on when we were in the thick of it, he deployed a lot and was um, at, in training exercises and, and gone. And, and that kind of, ex- that inspired my book as, you know, the, the role that mothers and, and partic- military spouses play in their kids' lives um, and having to keep <laughs> such organization and running their show while entertaining and teaching and educating their children right and but you shared i love this that you you have a love of monster trucks i do um it is a it is a secret of mine i'm happy to share it with everyone <laughs> i love monster jam and if i can go every year with the exception of last year because of covid it is my unofficial birthday present to myself because it comes to my city around my birthday every year. And motocross or supercross, oh, I love that too. <laughs> I just so, love that. It's something else rare. you gain as a military kid. You, um, you, you grow an affinity to, I guess, non-traditional or unfamiliar sports and activities just as your, a collection of your experiences. Like I also love going to museums, you know, and I love snowboarding. I haven't done that in years, but just a collection of different fun unique activities. Why? Because that was your experience, you know, hiking. Things that most people say, what? And say, well, when we lived here, we went hiking. And when we lived here, we went to museums. And when we, and so a little piece of your heart becomes attached to every station and different activities. So when I go to Monster Jam, it reminds me of, you know, uh, times when I would visit in Alabama and watch them with the big trucks as they're um, mudding and things like that. Just as we're passing through and it just, it's a fun memory to tie in the past and the present. Right. I love that. And travel is so important. And as featured in my book also that, you know, building enriching experiences for your child, whether it be through PCSing across the world or staying put like our family, but making that initiative to get your child out in the world and learning new things about people and the world around you. And I love that. Um, And, you know, the, my 
friends who were military children themselves or the families that we have bonded with over the years um, here at Fort Bragg and told goodbye many times, (laughs) right, Mm -hmm. as they are all traveling. But everybody brings to the table um, a new perspective and they've all lived or in different places or experienced different things. And truly, I think that military children, whether they're here (laughs) in Fort Bragg, the majority of their experience or, or abroad, they are being introduced to so many new um, thoughts and experiences. And so I just love that you are bringing that and bringing a source to these families to help them, you know, to, to be able to adapt and to have such a positive mindset. Um, it really is a very cool thing you're doing. Thank you. I said, um, with this time during COVID, we really want to um, help children understand that resilience and hope are universal. And it's going to help them overcome the obstacles they're facing because we're challenged right now without our daily routine and the, and the things that we love to do, right? Because of the restrictions based off of um, just what's happening in the world. Just imagine a child's experience. We have the freedom to explore our thoughts, our feelings, say and do for the most part what we want as adults. But they don't have that same freedom. And I think books like this are so important. Um, in my mind, I wrote I Move a Lot and That's Okay to help parents have the conversation with them about what the change can look like and more importantly, allow them to talk about their feelings and thoughts and what they view the experience to look like because you sign up, the parent signed up for the service and the spouse chose the parent, but the children, we just were born into it. And so while it is the only experience you've ever known, you do have feelings around it and it would be nice if someone talked about it. So I've seen a lot of um, literacy around military families, but I don't see as much written from the child's experience, truly exploring the highs and lows of how they feel emotionally. Yeah, I think this book in in particular is very different. I have not come across a book like this. And so I'm hoping that this is just the beginning of (laughs) the different helpful um, books you you write um, for military families. Um, do you have any projects coming up? Anything in the future? Yes. So Grace will go on a journey to Japan and she will go on the journey to Turkey where we lived before. She will go to Germany. She'll travel each of the locations that I've visited and then she'll have, um, Axel will have some borrowed stories from friends who traveled and scenarios where the um, both parents were military and how that child's experience was different or where that child has to move because both parents have deployed. So we'll explore different topics and we'll talk about PTSD when, um, when the service member comes back a little different. See, I grew up in the era where it wasn't talked about as much in the military community, but mm-hmm. now I love that there's, there's so much support you know, for the family in different levels. But I want to talk about the child's experience when that happens. You know, what does it look like when that person's a little different? They're a little mean sometimes. You don't really understand the emotions of a parent, but 
the child's perspective of watching that. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about when someone's family who lives close, who's close to you, they lose a parent in the service and how that impacts the children because come siblings across all races and across all cultures because you grow up together. You're like extended family and how those kids will bond around that. So just there's some so much coming for Grace and Axel that I, I'm writing all over the place, but I said, how much can you produce in one year? Right. <laughs> so that's where I'm at I now. <laughs> I love all of these ideas. Um, you, you just struck a chord with me too, that you, you were an only child. Is that correct? There's four of us. So I changed oh, some things around, around the story, but there are four of us. So I'll, I'll introduce that as well. Introduce my siblings in another book. Because okay. the great thing about having three siblings is that we become our own spades game. We become right. our own monopoly game. You know, we're our own tic-tac-toe. But <laughs> I said, I want to start with a, an only <laughs> child and then introduce, okay, now there's more of you. You're your first friends and sometimes your only friends in between <clears throat> locations and talk about that as well. Right. See, my son is an only child, but you said something earlier that, you know, those kids become your siblings, they become your, you know, your family. And that has been our experience that obviously here, we have bonded mostly with military families, because we are living such similar lifestyles. And, and can understand one another. We understand what each other are going through. Um, and we call it family, right? Your, your friend family, um, and have become dependent on those relationships. And my son, I am so thankful for those relationships because now he has these extended siblings and cousins who he is growing up alongside and learning so much from and the importance of community for military families is huge and and we understand we know you know as we have to tell frequently friends goodbye we're always embracing new friends and new relationships and trying to help people feel at home and at ease because we even just here have, you know, been so grateful for, for that. (laughs) And a lot of my friends who have had to PCS all over have taught me so much about military community and the need for that openness and receiving one another. So I love, I love that. And I also love the idea of the beginning, the conversation of PTS with children and, and loss of, of, um, a military member. Right. So, um, because we have experienced all of those things and, um, and it is a conversation you, you have to have and thank goodness we, we are having those conversations now. Right. Yeah. Cause yeah. it impacts you just like it would that family, because you're used to going in their house, playing, talking, hugging their parents, just like you would your own. And in many of our um, scenarios, when our service member deployed or your parent deployed, that other person was like a stand-in. They're yes. an additional father, an additional mother. And so when that person is gone, 
it impacts you just like it would if own parent because they're they're just extra parents for you and that's how you view everyone that you're close to because like you said everything is about community and so you miss them just the same even though the blood doesn't run between you you know the community is just as thick yes you you have such awesome insight and um gosh thankful for you what advice do you have for military families and kids is there one important piece of advice that you feel like you could leave the, our listeners with there's so many things i can think of but um what i'll simply say is grab two copies of the book right you want one for yourself and one for your local library so donate it Mm-hmm. But what I want to say as you're reading the book is um, recreate some of these activities. Have pizza right before you leave. Create some routine around your PCS. If it's the same meal every time the night before, give them that level of structure. Allow them to jump on bubble wrap. You'll see that in here because, as you know, when you move, you have a lot of bubble wrap, a lot of boxes. Allow them to draw their names on boxes. Just create some unconventional fun that, that brings the family together. Yes, I love that. That that's so important. I feel so enriched um, and enlightened um, in speaking with you today, and I know our listeners will as well. And so, if they are interested in learning more about you um, and purchasing your your books or other resources, how can they how can they find you? They'll be able to find me on booksformilitaryfamilies.com. Booksformilitaryfamilies.com. It will redirect you to my website. That's very, that's to the point. I like that. That's a, that's, that's an easy way to, to access it. And of course I'll have all of your social media links and websites, uh, in the accompanying blog post for today's podcast. So everyone can easily access that information. I want to thank you for all that you were doing for military families and for bringing your own personal journey and perspective to help others. Um, We certainly appreciate you and, um, and good luck with all of your future projects. And hopefully you can come back and, and talk to me some more in the future uh, about your, your next projects. I would love that. Um, and if there are any family readiness groups listening or our family resources on basis or those organizations that support us and they want to reach out for a reading or to come and talk, even if it's virtual, I'm open to doing that in my mind. The book is not about sales. It's about putting this resource in as many hands as possible to promote those conversations with kids and just make them feel a little more comfortable in the middle of what's happening. Yes. Awesome. I can only imagine what an amazing um, virtual for now, but um, uh, account and um, workshop that you can provide not only children, but adults and families. So definitely get up with Shermaine. So thank you again, Shermaine, for being a guest today on HodgePodge. And thank you to all of our listeners out there. I certainly appreciate you and your time. And I hope you've been inspired by today's conversations. Stay tuned for next time on HodgePodge.